Good day and welcome to Film Exploration with Ash Hurry. And we're coming to the end of season 12, where we've been exploring horror movies and tributes to the Halloween season, bringing you an episode a day, every day in October. And for today's pick, we'll be going back to 1968, where we'll be talking about Roman Polanski's Rosemary's Baby. Based on a novel by Era Levin and starring Mia Farrow, John Kazavitz, Ruth Gordon, Sidney Blackmere, Maurice Evans and Ralph Bellamy. When genuine horror works, it is a sincere art form to watch evolve as we slowly reveal the terror behind the motive of the support system of Rosemary's Baby. A pregnancy puzzling in nature incites a following of problematic friendly neighbours and doctors to develop a fascination and control over Rosemary and her handling of her pregnancy and ultimately the birth to expose something so shocking it stops the vivid charisma of the swinging 60s. Now, based on a book by Ira Levin, who goes on record in saying that this is the most faithful adaptation of a novel ever to come out of Hollywood. And this is partly due to the fact that Polanski was unaware he had the freedom to improvise or meander into different directions from the source novel, given this was his first time adapting a book. Either way, it succeeded and produced waves in Hollywood that most likely influenced similar story arcs in the 70s, like The Omen and The Exorcist. Someone who is used to adapting source novels is the great and precise Stanley Kubrick, who 90% of his films are adaptations, who calls this film his favourite movie of all time, which is quite a statement from the guy behind The Shining and A Clockwork Orange. The unthinkable danger this movie is hinting is parked permanently at the front of your brain as we watch Rosemary get a grip of this entire situation that is disguised with charm, gifts and general old-fashioned hospitality led by two elderly neighbours who at first sight are splendidly delightful but at the core they epitomise something malicious. The macabre aura this film effortlessly gives out without the backup of creepy set designs or blood and makeup is a tribute to Polanski direction and pace with this film a film that is set in urban new york city something quite rare to associate with modern day horrors a film that does not rely on gore or cheap frills but yet still managing to construct a sense of immense disarray and pure dread concealed within Richard Salbert, the production designer, calls this the greatest horror movie film without any horror in it. A horror movie well, has waltz as its theme songs, where it is traditional that horror themes are never sung. The horror lies in the details, the eerie reference of the character names to the biblical character of Mary, the baby being born on June 1966-666, and of course the film that entertains a curse that grabbed attention when this film turned out to be the final film of Mona Knox, Eleonora Vogel, Pearl S. Cooper, Jean Aness, Robert Osterlow, as well as production designer and assistant Will Castle contracting a urinary tract infection during the shoot, and of course, the horrific Manson murders including Roman Polanski's fiancée Sharon Tate just years later that horrifically echoes part of this film a cult after a pregnant woman what is fresh about Rosemary's Baby is the film doesn't need to have a payoff ending that the film seems to be leading up to it doesn't need to expose the baby in full form all of the horror in this movie is delicately confined in flashbacks dream sequences or blended flickers to underpin the actual substance 
of the horror, the story and the performances itself. The information that Polanski trusts we absorb is the payoff for this movie genre. He allows enough information to funnel through that by the halfway point we are completely aware of what is happening in that apartment next doors, despite never being told in dialogue or a visual montage. When the conclusion arrives, it works not because it is a revelation, but because it is disturbingly inescapable. The shock is the lack of control we have, and of course the Rosemary has, who faces her fate head-on, something we saw coming from Polanski's well-laid-out information he bestowed onto the audience. The dreadful discovery fizzles to an alarming acceptance that leaves the audience horrified, not allowing a Hollywood moment to save the day, but to submit to the evil that has been taking place around and to our central vulnerable protagonist. Rosemary's Baby is a triumph for what was available in the 60s, and it's simply down to Polanski's refusal to simplify matters where the ambiguity is constant, meaning that we, the audience, are never entirely sure where Rosemary's paranoia about a witch's coven is grounded in reality or a figment of her unsatisfied imagination. Stripping everything to its core, this is a film about control, a movie fundamentally important to the movement of the feminist march, which was parallel to the release of this movie. This movie is about a woman who is being measured at every step she is being manipulated to think she is in control but the truth is exactly the opposite and once exposed to the reality of it she tries to break free and yet the hold the grip is still on the back of her neck where there is no escape more chillingly even from the people she holds close to her like her husband who betrays her for success her body used against her for the will of a satanic revival of a revolution this is layered in messages that is also right in your face disguised in this element of horror that mimics that exact emotions of real life struggles of control in women's lives well that's all i have time for for rosemary's babies a film that screams many things and metaphors that is told in a delicate horror story that deals with witches and yet we never see any a film about satan's child and yet we are denied that reveal a film that understands that messages and metaphors in horror is more impactful in the long run than jumps and scares. Polanski symbolizes every theme in this movie with his iconography, the flowers and floral imagery for Rosemary's womanhood, Satanism as a metaphor for Guy's marital rape, and even the desire for her to flout these gender roles is confirmed when she cuts her hair short in which the mindset begins to change. This is a film that deep dives into the basics of religion, evil, gender, feminism, purity and secrecy, and does so with subtlety, pictures, colours and best of all the plot that remains dreadful on the outside but inside it is exactly the same as what is happening in everyday life and this is exactly what Roman Polanski was trying to do with this movie, what Rosemary was precisely doing at the end, rocking the cradle and looking for a response. Anyways that's all I have time for with Rosemary's Baby, please subscribe to me on iTunes, Google, Amazon and Spotify and you can also follow me on Instagram, that's Film Exploration AH, or lowercase or one word. But for now, thank you for tuning in to Season 12 with Film Exploration with Ash Hurry. Hurry.